If your metro don't trust you, I'm gon' shut you Beautiful morning, hear the sound of my morning, babe Nothing on you're listening to Nostalgia, your weekly look at what's going on in pop culture. Actually, this week we're doing your half-year look at what's going on in pop culture. I'm with my co-host, Dave Martinson. Dave, how was it for you to do this power rankings? Was it easy, hard? It was bad. bad. A, lot, a lot of good stuff happened in 2016, first half. A lot of not-so-good stuff that happened. There was a lot uh, of not-so-good stuff. Usually the uh, negatives stand out. Mm-hmm. 2016, internet culture. Everyone loves to hate. Yeah, everybody takes the contrarian side of things. Absolutely. There's also some good stuff. I like championing positives. Absolutely. That's what I'm here to do today. You make podcasts for free and for free. I do. They're so free that you can find them on like four different <laughs> podcast services. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. And it doesn't cost you anything except for your time. That's correct. So give us a review on iTunes. Search Nostalgia Pod. Leave us a rating and a review. We want to hear the good and the bad. Shout out Maddie TX. Whatever, yeah. our only hater so far. He's gonna hate. He's at the bottom of the power ranks. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, find us on uh, Nostalgia Pod on uh, SoundCloud.com. Nostalgia Pod. There's a direct link to iTunes. No need to search iTunes. Click that link. It'll go right to us. Look at that. Give us a nice little rating. If you have an iPhone, you can do it right on your phone in your iTunes store because I know you have an iTunes <laughs> store out there. Make you use it. Streamline at least sign accounts. So it's very easy. All right, dude. So why don't we start with the not so good this this year? Yeah. In the year 2016, start with the bottom of your power ring. <laughs> what do you got? New IP. Hmm. Poster boy. Gods of Egypt. Yes. Talked about it in what episode two? I think we talked about it in almost every episode. We yeah, we referenced it. We actually went in on it episode <laughs> two. New IP has kind of been kind of been bad this year. At, at the box office. And Absolutely. That's in addition to sequels also struggling. We talked mm-hmm. about Hollywood sequel problem about five weeks ago, but new IP has not been too good. And that's also like, even like adaptations, but they're, you know, not not sequels, not franchises yet, like mm-hmm. the BFG most recently. Yeah. Not doing too hot. The only new IP that I can really think of that, and it's not really an IP, but Midnight Special, yes, very well received, that. but not a huge box office hit, but that, that's an indie movie, you know? Mm-hmm. But movies like Gods of Egypt that were made to be big franchises, or, you know, those are the goals anyway, did not do too hot. I think the most successful movies this year have been those from already successful franchises, or movies that had low expectations. So, new IP, not doing too hot. You actually touched on two things I had in my not-so-powerful rankings as well. I had sequels, and we we talked at length about them, mm-hmm. so we won't go too far into yeah. them. Then I also had some infamous directors. I uh, had Martin Scorsese and Steven Spielberg. Obviously, yeah. Spielberg taking the big L with the BFG. The big L, for Only sure. Only making $7 million in the box Not office. Not good. That's, Expensive CGI. Doesn't even look good. Yeah, that's really crappy. I never read that. Real doll. I mean, neither. I mean... I, big Friendly Giant. That's not, I think, like BFG. What do you think? He played Doom. The new Doom game, mm-hmm. which is you know a reboot of classic you know first person shooter, killed zombies, monsters, very you know stereotypical. Mm-hmm. BFG stands for big fucking gun. It's a really ah. powerful weapon. So I was thinking big fat girl. So mm, that's a good one too. A lot of different things come to mind with that. But Spielberg taking the L, Scorsese also taking the L. He was the producer for Vinyl on HBO. Oh right, and Vinyl lost its showrunner. Yeah, had a lot of problems. It wasn't a very good. You show. You actually have watched this show. I watched about six episodes and I was totally out. I have two Couldn't. friends that were very sad by this news, but I was kind of like the writing was on the wall and critically it wasn't much. 
Right, so it was originally picked up, and then they ended up canceling Which is interesting it for, for HBO season. to do. But it just wasn't a good show. It didn't yeah. make a lot of sense. The acting wasn't great. And the best part, honestly, was Olivia Wilde, and basically the reason people liked her, and it was because she got naked. So oh, darn. Show, Objectify. Yeah, so the show wasn't great. So infamous directors taking a big L. Mm. What else did you have on your not-so-powerful in 2016 rankings? Title. Title. Title for Not all. to be bought. Title for all, so they say, except title now just a spoke on the wheel because Apple is in talks to buy title and assumingly incorporate it into Apple Music is what I would imagine would happen. Mm-hmm. But let's see. Spotify, 30 million subscribers. Apple Music, a healthy 15. Title, been out for a few years now, four. Four million subs. And didn't that number double or something along those lines when Kanye released The Life of Pablo. Right. So the reason that Apple would buy Tidal is not because of their lowly subscriber numbers. Right. That will obviously be a benefit, but because they want those exclusives. Rihanna's anti started exclusively. Mm -hmm. Beyonce's Lemonade and in the Lemonade film are still only Tidal exclusive. Life of Pablo was supposed to be, as we've elaborated on. Jay-Z will probably make his content exclusive when he drops a new album. It was exclusive for Prince, I believe. It was, but I hear that they won't be getting those rights. Yeah, that's a thing. The last big merger of music streaming or internet radio was an RDO was bought by Pandora, but that did not include licensing rights. So I I see no no way titles acquisition, which would be much bigger and more expensive and include a lot more people, to down licensing rights either. But this is, leads to a positive for me, which is Jay Z. Some people would say Jay Z is losing because of oh. uh, Lemonade. Back with the good hair, mm-hmm. you know what are you doing? I have him on my not so powerful. Right? I have him on the up because mm. he's the next Dr. Dre in terms of being a complete mogul. Remember when Apple bought Beats? Right. Now they have Beats One, but they own Beats Technology mm-hmm. the headphones. That's an uh, interesting point. Jay-Z is going to have some kind of uh, executive level position within Apple due to the title Apple Music chair of the operation. And Jay-Z has been doing just fine, laughing all the way to the bank, as he usually does. Insert Jay-Z's funny laugh here. Right. And I think it's actually a great point. I had him on my not-so-powerful rankings because he did get clowned on, on Lemonade. I mean, basically, could have been intentional. It, it looks awfully that, that's intentional. That's the thing. It could have been because apparently he's making an album in response to Lemonade. So mm. him and Beyonce are just playing chess, like else playing check. But every song he's been on, I feel like his verse is always just subpar. I can't get up for him as an artist at this point. I can agree with you there. But I think for sure. I think moving in, in into the, the business sphere, that's where Jay Z always wanted to go. Mm. I think after he Rock had, Nation. yeah, exactly. After he had success as an artist, he wanted to move into being a mogul, and he's he's doing that. I mean. His Made in America festival is also a really renowned festival, and they, they have mm-hmm. some exclusive artists. I think Rihanna's playing this year. so Good old Coldplay. <laughs> they're at the bottom of my power rankings. The Super Bowl's in 2016. Uh, yeah, I would say that they're definitely... They're down? Uh, yeah, they're because definitely down. they're still vanilla and irrelevant. Vanilla AF. And Chris Martin, a title co-owner right. or whatever. Uh, that's not going to matter anymore either when they sell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's actually really funny is Coldplay should definitely be there, but I think just rock music in general uh, at festivals sure. should be down. I mean, Pearl it, it, Well, it doesn't exist at festivals, right? <laughs> Basically, it's Pearl Jam, Radiohead, and LCD Sound System, and I guess Guns N' Roses came back this year. Sure. That's all the rock music. I mean, if you look at the, the two big music festivals happening in the fall, other than Desert Trip, which is sure, sure. all old rock, there's no good new rock. 
Good old it's Coldplay and the 1975 is the, top, heart. is the top rock headliners at this fall's music That's, festival. That rock song is at the top of my, my rock rankings. That's a separate little list. <laughs> it, it list is one of one. And and not only that, but the only like good rock music festival this year has people who are in their 70s playing. In their mm. freaking 70s. It's people from 1970. So, <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> that I guess rock music in general is on my not so powerful did, rankings. Did you like the new Radiohead album? I've read it's pretty polarizing. Obviously, I didn't listen to it. I, I think it's a well done al- album. Every album that they usually make is pretty mm. well done. It's just hard to really get into if you're not a really big Radiohead. Sure. Head. What about the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I didn't listen to a lot of that, but Very I feel true. like the Red Hot Chili Peppers have sounded the same for the past thirty years. The you only need a break. Well, the only difference is after that they left, they lost for Shante. Their guitar play hasn't been up to the standards that it normally was. Ooh. So they definitely tried to incorporate some more like it's a lot more piano driven, especially in some of their hits off this album. Sure. But I mean Radiohead is always Radiohead. I, Sorry, Red Hot Chili Peppers are always Red Hot Chili Peppers. They always sound the same to me. And uh, this is much more recent. Did you listen to the new Blink-182 record? Again, also only heard parts of it, but I hear it's very good. I need to really give it a listen. Actually, this might be a good segue into our power rankings. So, we talked about some of the things we didn't like in 2016 so far. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? They have a chance to rectify this in the second half. This is obviously based off the first half of 2016. Hmm. DC Films. I also had DC. Major L. Powerful. Batman vs. Superman. Dawn of Justice. I think we have the exact same note because I said if Suicide Squad right. is successful, they might actually be on the winner. I don't know if they can be winners, but they might not be losers anymore because Suicide Squad has the rare potential of establishing a new Joker with Jared Leto. Margot Robbie, who we've talked about her solo movie already in the works right. about a month or so ago, and then Will Smith, seeing if he Deadshot. can help, help sell that, and Deadshot, right? And Ben Affleck's Batman will be in this as well. So if this can hit critically and with the fans, I think that's the most important mm-hmm. part. The money doesn't matter because Batman vs. Superman made a ton of money. They're going to make a ton of money on Suicide Squad. It needs to be successful critically just for people to have faith in their franchise because they're, they're filming Justice League right now. Right. They, they announced some changes to that which sound more promising. For one, it's not a two-part movie anymore mm-hmm. uh, we've known it's a lot more lively and positive and not nearly as dark and brooding as bvs so that's all that's all fine and good but we need suicide squad to begin then we need them to have a movie that everybody likes man of steel super polarizing bvs i'm more positive on it but most people don't like it so they need suicide squad to be good but right now incredibly down the ranking says bvs not, did not do what they needed to do i think one of the reasons that dc movies just the dc media in general mm-hmm. can become a winner is if if they establish margot robbie as a star yeah then they can actually move into a sphere of superhero movies that no one else has and that's female superheroes right which could be a whole big universe for them and this that's why suicide squad is going to be essential because if like you said if they can't restore faith in them moving forward they could really crumble uh, under marvel mm. who i think we'll be talking uh, about a little bit included later. in this Zack snyder yes. down the rankings he, even he's, if he's even been down, even yeah, exactly. Even if DC <laughs> resurrects itself, I think opinion on Zack Snyder is permanently tarnished. And I, I like three hundred a lot and Watchmen. But. I agree. <laughs> last per last person I wanted to mention on the not so powerful, unless you had somebody else, Justin Timberlake. Mmm, yeah, good one. Justin Timberlake took the big good L. One. We talked about him at the BET yeah, Awards. Good one. And that song, I can't. What 
What's can't the, stop this feeling. Yeah, can't stop this feeling is horrible. It's it's catchy. It's so mediocre. But it's just like Coldplay. It's so vanilla. And for Justin Timberlake to release a song that doesn't become the song of the summer, which I, I that mean, was the goal. Yeah, that that's the only reason he released it. Justin Timberlake, what are you doing? Get back and, and make some good music for once, please. Go back to yeah. I don't even know what was his last really great album. I mean, I mean do you really? count the twenty twenty one twenty experience as good? The first part, I guess, there's was some okay. good stuff, and yeah. the second part was not great. Yeah, so maybe he actually doesn't have a whole lot of music. He's really looking into it. Yeah, he's featured on a lot of things, or he well, guess he, he also takes a break and just does acting, or yeah, just as you know, late night, or just hangs out, boss. I mean, I <laughs> the, the last good thing he did was probably Social Network. Yeah, he's a great Sean Parker. Yeah, he was. Really I don't care great. how accurate the portrayal was; it was great. But he might be like one of his other movies, Out of Time. Mm. If he doesn't, in, in, it's, it's in time. time. Oh, I was gonna let you go. He definitely isn't gonna be in time. But <laughs> shout out to Man Seyfried. Yeah, absolutely. Why don't we move into some of the things we actually do like, though? Mm. A much more positive conversation. So I had some some things that just missed being on this list. Okay, good. good. Chad Johnson from The Bachelorette just <laughs> missed my list. Just missed. He came in at number twelve. R.I.P. He came in at number twelve. Number ten for me, Tom Hardy. Now, Tom Hardy, I actually have interesting for Tom. Real quick on Chad, real quick. Sure. There's more talks of him getting a Bachelor season. Oh my, that would be... Like some producer or showrunner, I I obviously don't know who it was, they uh, acknowledged that they're listening. They know what to do. I think it's going to (laughs) happen. They don't really have anyone else on this season who Mm. could step in and be the Bachelor at this point. Oh, Jordan Rogers. He's going to win, so he can't be the Bachelor. Good point. We'll we'll see. Number 11, I had Tom Hardy. And let me just explain real quick why. Revenant? So, Tom Hardy was in two movies that did really well at the box office, or at the box office last year, but also in the Oscars this year. Right. He was in Mad Max, and he's in The Revenant. And people said he should have won Best Supporting Actor in The Revenant, and he mm-hmm. was pretty fantastic was for good. only saying about 50 words the entire time. Right. So, Tom Hardy is also one of the favorites, quote-unquote, to be the next James Bond, which mm. I don't think he'll get. But the fact the fact he's even in that, actually, they're saying, what, Justin... Justin... Has the odds changed? I haven't looked. Yes, yeah, uh, Justin Norton. How's that? No idea. But apparently his name is Justin Norton, and he is the, the top... They actually closed the bettings. So they're saying he might actually become the next James Bond. But the main reason I think Tom Hardy's a winner is one... He's, well, he's a winner, either Well, way. he's a winner, but he could be on the top top ten list is, one, he's cast as the lead in Christopher Nolan's next movie, Dunkirk. Oh, yeah. But also... Shout out Harry Styles, he's in that, too. I, I don't watch Peaky Blinders. I'm starting to get into it. Cillian I Murphy. just started it. But in that show, apparently he's in six episodes as a recurring character this right. season. I think he's been in past seasons. He has, yeah. And there, apparently there's like a one six-minute scene where he absolutely stole the season. Mm. And it, it, people described it to feeling like you're... On cocaine watching this scene, apparently he just absolutely steals the show. So Tom Hardy, I think he stays winning. He was going to crack, crack my top ten, but I had some other things I wanted to put in there. He was almost in Suicide Squad, too. Oh, who was he going to play? He was going to be Rick Flagg, the character uh, Joel Kinnaman. He would have been a great But uh, it was scheduling conflicts with either Mad Max or Revenant that had mm. to make him drop out. I think, like, reshoots or something. Probably Mad Max, because they were out in the middle of nowhere and yeah. couldn't be reached. But it's all good. Who, what, what didn't make your list that was close? Blake Lively. Hmm. Nice career reshuffle of the deck Did you with s- the Shallows. 
Quick side note, did you see the picture of Hiddle Swift and Ryan Reynolds and, and Blake Lively sitting there, and Ryan Reynolds is just staring off into the distance, so upset with his life at the moment? Yeah, really Maybe weird. my favorite picture. They've been married a long time now. Yeah, they have. They're actually like a really nice couple. I like them. So, Blake Lively, nice career so far. I think I think she, I think think she. a movie like The Shallows kind of showed everyone what movies Blake Lively should be a lead in, hmm. and I have not seen them. I'm terrified of sharks on TV. So, you don't like Jaws? Never seen it. No attention. Wow. This is a great it. movie. I know it's Steven Spielberg. I know it's a best picture. Not for me. Shark Week, my least favorite week. But yeah, Blake Lively, good for her. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. So I think I think she's an interesting choice. She, she's not just you know the washed up former star of Gossip Girl anymore. Right. I, I was trying to think of movies where I've really liked her, and I think the only one I could think of is The Town. Yep, she was really good in the she town. She was fantastic in the town. So, yeah, this actually might be... I, I think she deserves to be in, in the, the discussion, but definitely not in the top ten for the power rankings. Right. Anyone else, anyone else or anything else you wanted to mention? Uh, her husband, Ryan Reynolds. Ah, Deadpool. I rank him higher, but it was really just that one blip from Deadpool back in... What was that? Uh, Mar- February? February. February. Ryan Reynolds used to be that guy that was... Great. He's very good looking. Right. And really charming, but he's so annoying. And he's in terrible movies. I just can't stand him. Mm-hmm. And he's a Deadpool. And he's all those awesome. things work to his benefit. Yeah, absolutely. He stays winning. His sequel's on the way. Uh, everyone's high on Ryan Reynolds again, so good for him. And good for Fox, because I would have had Fox as a negative because of X-Men Apocalypse. But they're already up high from Deadpool. So Fox is... DC wants to get to where Fox is right now, in absolutely. the middle. Alright, so why don't we jump into our top ten. I want to start with something that I have. I don't think you're going to have any idea what I'm talking about. A band called Car Seat Headrest. Nope, no idea. They released an album called Teens of Denial. Now, Car Seat Headrest has been a band since 2010. And it started as this basically solo project. It is a, a kid named Will Toledo in his college dorm room making these songs and he just signed to a record last year called matador records and he released his first album called teens of style and then he released teens of denial at the end of may this year i like the album titles there the album is awesome so he's got a band behind him now and it's pretty much a classic rock band it's very indie sounding there's a lot of rem and radiohead influence Mm. in here but the songwriting is absolutely phenomenal so Basically, the album is about depression, him dealing with substance abuse, and becoming uh, the person he is today. But the topics he talks about and the way he talks about them are awesome. There's a song called, it's a really long title, but basically it's called, like, Joe gets kicked out of school for doing drugs, but he says that's not a problem. (laughs) And basically what the song is about is sometimes when you you do drugs, you feel like shit. And I think even the first opening line is, "I, I dropped acid and ate mushrooms, but I didn't have a transcendent trip. I just felt like shit walking around in a stupid jacket when did you find this guy so he's actually been kind of rising over the past year although when this album came out got a lot of praise there's a song on it called the ballad of the costa concordia if you remember when that cruise ship crashed off the coast of italy and 32 people died that was the costa concordia and he wrote this song comparing his life and the things he's going through to being the the captain of that ship and the way that he's lost control and doesn't know what he's doing and doesn't know the right things to do and he feels like he's out of control and he's giving up. Awesome song, awesome written. It's 11 minutes long, but it's it, the way... I'm not a fan of that. Well, Dave, sometimes when, when 
there's art. It's not always going to be three that's minutes that, and thirty that's, seconds that's long. That's that art I enjoy one time. But I re- really recommend the, this album, and it actually gives me hope that there could be some good rock music coming. Yeah. In the year twenty seventeen. Oh, the festival people. Yes, actually, there's a <laughs> lot of songs off this album that are great sing-alongs for festivals. So check it out. So he's a rising star, you say? He is absolutely. What do you have as number ten on your list? Number ten, Crying Jordan. Wow, Crying Jordan. It's actually funny because my next one is also mean. But go on. Well, Crying Jordan, not a 2016 creation. No, but it probably peaked in 2016. Mm-hmm. Now I'd say it's probably on the decline now, only because the summer. I feel like there's less things to meme. Absolutely. Just baseball season, you know, less pop culture stuff happens. Mm-hmm. It makes everything better. As soon as something bad happens or even something surprising, <laughs> people immediately tweet, yo, where are the crying Jordan at? Those are yep. coming. You can search the word crying Jordan after something big happens that everyone's paying attention to, and they'll just come in constantly. Keep refreshing mm-hmm. your feed. It's insane. So shout out to crying Jordan. Shout out meme. Shout out GIFs as well. I love GIFs. Yep. I'm not even going to get into like, we're going to have that, that discussion someday, but GIFs is the proper way to say the it. most famous way to use gifs is using jiffy which is how they pronounce it like like the peanut butter gif correct huh, interesting correct. g-i-p-h jiffy anyways uh, i think that my favorite part about the crying jordan is just how creative people can get with it yeah for example sure. when when people crying jordan lebron they'll show him throwing the chalk into the air <laughs> and then crying jordan will be in the chalk and i lost my shit when that happened <laughs> Or, or when people will put it, like, really small somewhere and you have to, like, find it in the picture. Always when, when the Panthers lost the Super Bowl and Steph Curry was beating that drum and the drum yes! became kind That was awesome. So, shout so, out The whole Jordan. state of Oklahoma when Kevin Durant left. Which is all these little crying Jordans. I actually didn't have a lot of internet access, so I didn't see the crying Jordan memes after Durant left. But oh, I good. heard they were fucking awesome. So. They're always good. I actually have another, I guess I guess it's a meme. I'm not sure if you can call it exactly a meme because there's not anything written on it, but the Chef Currys are my number nine mm, yeah. in my power rankings. I wouldn't say they're, they're a meme. I, they're just a, 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 topic. a, a topic of derision. <laughs> but the, the Chef Currys dominated, for a whole week, dominated the internet. People because they're garbage shoes, but they're not garbage shoes. They're made for people like me and you in thirty years. Right, we will be wearing Chef Curry's, and it's but we don't want to pay for how much they cost at that that age. That's that's actually very true. However, the way people basically roasted the the Chef Curry's when they came out, yeah was maybe my favorite day on the internet all year, and that's saying a lot because there's been a lot of great days, especially because of the crying Jordan meme. Mm -hmm. But the Chef Curry's. Were one of my favorite things of 2016. Very so fitting for when Curry lost too. Absolutely. Oh, when when people would be throwing them in the trash as a as the meme to get at <laughs> Steph Curry. Classic. So what do you got, number nine? Number nine, Jon Snow. Hmm. A little low. No. But he came back early. You know. He did come back. Early. I mean, he came back from the Jon Snow slash Kit Harrington. That jawline, ladies like it. Where is the? Did Did you read the the Ringers article about? Who won the season on Game of Thrones? I did. And Mally Rubin wrote the Jon Snow one. Yeah. She had about 40 reasons why he it won was the really season. good. There's millions of reasons why Jon Snow should, should be on this list. And I have him a bit higher, but I have him lumped into a group. So sure, sure. We'll, we'll be talking Let's about Let's go to that group. What's that group? Well, actually, I had it number one, and we're jumping pretty far ahead Game of Thrones, mm. just in general, as my yeah. number one for this year. I think that's, that's very, very fair. Uh, when I was thinking about what has really dominated. Dominates for this 10 year, weeks, the week after 11, week before 12, yeah. But it's a big it, chunk of 2016. The way that, that 
the show ended last season and all the questions that we had coming into this season. We went into all that. SoundCloud.com slash NostalgiaPod. Great plug. The way that that discussion dominated the time between when Thrones ended and mm-hmm. when Thrones began yep. just showed how much of a force this show is. Yeah. And then for this season to have such a great payoff in so many different ways and moving past the books into a whole new realm and creating these moments for not only book readers but casual fans alike who can enjoy it i didn't think there's anything else i even came close to game of thrones being number one quick side tangent what the fuck was bill simmons talking about that people that want theon to get his dick back i think he was just trying to find something to say there honestly I don't think anyone cares if he gets his dick back. I don't know what he was talking about. Most people still don't really care for Theon because he went from a character to a guy who did something really bad, and then he just became this whiny victim who, yeah, felt bad for, but who cares, you know? Right. And now he's like his strong sister instead. Yeah. Bill Simmons almost made my my not-so-powerful list, but he did start The Ringer this year, so... No way. I I couldn't move him down. It's a show that will be adjusted over time as all shows that medium I'm going to give them about 10 episodes before I make my real judgment, but yeah, that's, so far, that's, that's good. That's very good. down on the show. What did you have up next on your list? Drake. Wow. Drizzy Drake. I'm going to give you the floor here. I'm not First, number one, solo number one, One Dance, a song I did not like upon first viewing, and now... It's a good song. It's really good. It's a good song. <laughs> He's done this to me before, where he released something that I'm like... This is not what I wanted it to be. It's not good. No, actually, it's still very, very good. Mm-hmm. Drake knows what he's doing. Drake, Drake knows what A we billion want. streams of views. Views is now the third highest charting at number one rap album ever behind Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer. <laughs> that is quite the three. Vanilla Ice, MC Hammer, and Drake. Crazy, right? All very soft. Yeah. But still very catchy. Mm-hmm. When you think about the songs off those albums... And Drake blows them away in terms of oh, quality of he does. the catalog. But wow. Yeah. I mean, think, cause Dr- think about, I mean, we talked about this when Views came out. We had a really good discussion back then. You can find that at com slash Nostalgia Pod. But Drake so has really dominated pop music as a rap star for a very long time. But really, ever since middle of last year when he drops Hotline Bling out of nowhere on SoundCloud, What Time to Be Alive in the Future, obviously mm-hmm. Jumpman, Big Rings, really big songs. Then he releases One Dance, which we're like, oh, this is kind of blah, maybe this shouldn't be on the album. Actually, no, it's really good. And it's his first solo number one that he wasn't a feature on, or had other people on. And now he's just coasting along with an album that's pretty mediocrely received. It mm-hmm. just goes to show you how crazy huge his star is. And now, Joe Budden, <laughs> I just sent two diss tracks Drake's way in the past, what, week, week and a half? Drake hasn't even bothered to respond because he never does. He doesn't need to. It, well, and the thing is, if he does, he's going to actually kill Joe Budden. Yeah. It's just going to be... We remember what he did to Meek Mill. Yes. So. And everyone's like, oh, well, Joe Budden put out two diss tracks before Drake responded to the first one. That's kind of what happened to Meek Mill, isn't it? No, it's not. Because it's Drake we're talking about here. Why are why is Joe Budden dissing him? He has nothing to lose, is my, my guess. So... I, I have nothing against Joe Budden, but he's just irrelevant. I prefer Joe Budden, I think. Ooh. Ah, that that's that's a Chef Curry dead joke right there. <laughs> Great callback. Kanye was next on my list. Good one. So we go. We're going rapper to rapper here. T Lop. Kanye came in at number eight for me. The Life of Pablo, very good album. I, I kind of fell away from it, especially after Chance came out. Coloring book. Chance is a little bit higher on my list. We'll, I'm sure we'll talk about him. 
Kanye, I mean, basically whenever he does anything, he he shuts he shuts the world down. And people people watch him. I mean, think about yeah. when he when he didn't perform at Governor's Ball because it got rained out, and then he basically shut down several blocks in Manhattan, and people were chasing him while he's hanging out of the yeah. car. <laughs> yeah, he's he's literally the uh, the rock star of today for us. Whether that that's good or bad, yeah, that's that's a. That's correct. He pretty much is correct. And most recently, his famous video has gotten a lot of play, a lot of people uh, making fun of it and having some interesting commentary, to say the least. If you want to know who we would have in our own famous video, listen to last week's episode, sackle.com. Stay plug-in. But yeah, Kanye just, he always dominates, and especially if he puts out more albums this year like he promised. Turbographs! I mean, he might end up winning the year. So, what do you got up next? Queen B. Wow, I Beyonce. had her much higher. Beyonce. Three spots higher for me. but Yeah, I mean, I feel like the top ten's all... I have them all really close because, I don't know, it's hard to judge the impact of Game of Thrones versus, you know, Drake Absolutely. versus Beyonce. They all occupy different spaces to a certain extent. Beyonce's great 2016 started before Lemonade, back when she dropped Formation a few days before the Super Bowl and then came out to her Super Bowl performance on a song that basically no one knew yet. But everybody loved it. Right. And, and then she drops a really like, politically charged, uh, pol- political message-filled message formation video. Mm-hmm. And obviously Lemonade happened, so we've gone into that before. And honestly, everyone just kind of just loves the Beehive. Yeah. Shout out to Beehive, by the way. Yeah. Our, Shout out Beehive. Our hot, m- most played track. Yeah. We're almost at 1,700 plays yeah. for that one podcast. Yeah. I, I, Our Lemonade review. I like to think that everybody is cl- clicking on that link to listen to our, our review and not the album. Well, also, R.I.P. Prince is in yes. the title, so True. they know what they're getting to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can anyone shut down social media in, in a similar fashion where they just drop something and all of a sudden it's, you have to see this? I mean, she basically gave, like, what, a day's warning about the Lemonade premiere on HBO, and right. then it pretty much dominated the weekend. I mean, I guess we just said Kanye did it in that way, but Kanye let people know in the life of Pablo mm-hmm. was coming. And Beyonce just drops stuff, and it becomes major, massive, world-breaking hits. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. she's quite the force. I had Zootopia and Finding Dory sharing the number seven spot Interesting. for me. So um, Disney? Yeah, Disney, uh, but I think more just... That's good. That the, I mean... Like that? They always put out really... I, I think these... Actually, these I don't know if you can say Disney, because BFG is Disney, too. True. I, I think just Zootopia and Finding Dory, and it also looks like the life of... What is it? Life of Animals? Secret or, Life of Pets. Secret Life of Pets, that's what it is, coming out. Might also... They can keep their secrets. I'm out yeah. there. <laughs> they might also fall in, into the, this group by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But these are CGI, or not CGI, but... Um, animated. An, animated films that have great stories... People love means Zootopia made it over gross over a billion dollars. Yeah, outsold BVS. It's insane. No one no one predicted that. Now, those have been great Vegas odds. It's amazing how they crush. I mean, Finding Dory is going to surpass Finding Nemo in it's a the week. highest grossing animated opening weekend of all time. So I mean, three weeks ago, these animated films are just a force to be reckoned with mm-hmm. when they're done well. And these really two, love Zootopia. That's an amazing movie for all ages. So I haven't seen it yet. So I'll definitely have to check yep. it out. Watch but, it. Watch it on an airplane. What it's great in that eating screen. <laughs> what do you got up next? I, I, like, I like where you're at, at with that that decision. Disney animation, killing it. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out Finding Dory as a successful sequel. Yes, as it's a sequel people wanted. Yes, that's what we talked about on a lot, on one of our sequel episode. You have to we have to, we have to want the sequel to a movie that we liked. You can't just have a sequel to a movie. 
that did okay at the money. So you mean like Independence Day 2? You didn't want that? Independence Day 2, we should talk about this another time. Because that is a sequel people wanted. But I don't know if they wanted it this far away. Yeah. It's it, my thoughts on Top Gun 2. Or Zoolander 2. Yep, 2-lander. My big fat Greek wedding 2. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all great examples. But anyway, Marvel. I had Marvel at number three. Like I said, mine are all close. Yeah, I had Marvel number four on my list. Marvel? Just because, obviously, Civil War. How could you leave them off any list like this? Insane. So good. What's the third highest grossing movie of all time? Something like that? I believe it's third. Also, it was excellent. I think it might be my favorite Marvel movie. We talked about this at length on our Civil War spoiler cast. Mm-hmm. But also, in general, Marvel has been... They're, they're really good at messaging, which is... DC's problem. Marvel always maintains everything forward momentum, which is really interesting because on the comic front, they've had a lot of questionable moves, according to many. Mm-hmm. Making Captain America Nazi. Making Thor... <laughs> Hydra, Hydra. Yeah, yeah. Hydra slash Nazi. Right. When it happened, whatever. Thor, a woman. And most recently, Iron new Iron Man being a young black teenager. Yeah, 15-year-old Female black teenager. black teenager. Changing things up. All while they're also continuing their success on the TV front with Daredevil Season 2, Luke Cage coming on down the pipe, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange coming in the fall. Marvel's excellent. And they just announced at E3 a Spider-Man game made by Insomniac, which Interesting. is really, really good news. I had Marvel on this list for a lot of the reasons you said. I think one of the other things that stood out to me, obviously Deadpool was a, a, a huge success for them True. as well. That's more of a Fox True, hit, though. However, I think what really sets them apart kind of similar in the same vein of what could save dc is that they're gonna have a black superhero be the star moving in in one of their upcoming films Mm -hmm. black panther and that cast is out of control and the casting decisions that they made for other movies like we talked about um for thor ragnar rock or or ragnarok yeah ragnarok jeff goldblum Goldblum being in there uh, urban kate blanchett right michael keaton being in in the upcoming spider-man yep there's, Donald Glover too. Yeah, Donald Glover. Absolutely. There's a lot to like about them and the direction that they're moving in. I can't. Really, they have a plan. And, yeah, and it's working. <laughs> and they're executing it. To I've been in for years. I'm still in. So they, I, I think they rightly are on this list. So the next one is maybe one of our favorite topics to talk about. Alicia Vikander for me. Come mm, in at number six. It's interesting because really this is all based off of her 2015, where she was in like six movies. It is. But she won Best Actress in the Oscars. This year, she's been dating Michael Fassbender for this whole time, which is a yep. win in itself. You're, you're, are you reading off my, my, my points here? Yeah. <laughs> and she was obviously cast in Tomb Raider, which is 10 out of 10 casting. Hashtag would recommend. Yeah, so the only thing I had on there that I, I think you didn't mention was she started her own production business, which has maybe my favorite name ever, Vicarious Productions. She is perfect. Marry me, Alicia Vikander. Please marry me. Isn't it Ali- Alicia? It looks like Alicia, but either way, yeah, I, I don't need to know your. She's your the best first part name. of the Man from Uncle, another movie. I, I, I will be Mr. Vikander if that's what it comes to. It's a good point. So, so uh, it's a good last name. Yeah, absolutely. A very strong. Was she mm. Norwegian or European? We'll go with that. Yeah, good. I'll take. I'll add her to my list. That's great. I just want to see the queen. Is. Yeah, no Swedish. Alicia Vikander is Swedish. She's a very strong Swedish. I'm also Swedish. Swedish. Let's keep the bloodline strong. You are, you are not Swedish. I am, I'm Norwegian and Swedish. Wow. I am from my eternal grandfather. Get at Dave Alicia. Let's keep that bloodline strong. Targaryen this shit. <laughs> All right, so who would you have up next on your list? Broadway. Broadway? Just in general? Interest in Broadway is way up. Because? Thanks to a certain fantastic Broadway play I have yet to see. Hamilton. 
I had Lin-Manuel Miranda, number two on my list. Good one. Uh, uh, Mary Poppins 2. Mm-hmm. Not know if, don't know if I want it, but he helps me. Did you know he was in Star Wars? The Force Awakens. Was he one of the various yeah. cameos that he we didn't voiced, know about? He voiced Shag Kava, who I have no idea Was he like a Jakku character? Think was he, he a stormtrooper? I, I think he Daniel was... Daniel Craig was a stormtrooper. He was a stormtrooper. I think Shag Kava was one of the people in the bar. Mm, um, when they Maz's Can- Cantina. Yeah. But he was also listed as a special producer. Fe- no, sorry, a special featured composer, too. Hmm. So I mean, He's going to make all the songs for Mary Poppins, too? Obviously, Hamilton's killing it. You still haven't seen it, even though you enter the contest every day. Didn't get it today. It's sold out for, like, two years. You can get it on resale. If you want to donate to the cause, I should, it's like a, 1500 bucks hmm. average. Also, you know, a nice little sh- offshoot of the Hamilton success. Shout out history. Public history sites on the up due to interest in Hamilton. That's, oh, yeah? That's great. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, Hamilton and... Lin-Manuel Miranda killing it in 2016 so we've touched on almost everything on my list mm. I guess I'll, I'll mention the last thing which I'm guessing you have on your list Chance the Rapper indeed Chance the Rapper yeah he was number three on my list shout out independent music in general yeah so his coming out party was really Kanye's first song off the life of Pablo Ultralight Beam right performed on SNL killed it killed it yeah, blessings yep and then Coloring Book came out yeah and it was album. my favorite album of the year. So album far. of the year. It's, it's uplifting. Lyrics are great. It touches on a ton of to- awesome topics. I mean, we've talked about it at length, but Lil Chance y- is... Got Lil Yachty on there. A good song. Chance is up and coming, but he really broke out. Yeah. And there's no way he can't be... I, he could have been higher than that. He got list. independent music acceptable at the Grammys <laughs> because his album was so well received that I, I think technically it's mu- music that it was for free. I don't know why that was a Grammy standard. I think it was just a way to weed it out. Mm-hmm. But he changed that because the album was so good and it would just be egregious if he wasn't even nominated over some stupid rule. That's yeah. big. That's very important. Chance is awesome. I mean, he really is one of the biggest rising stars in music right now. And I wanted to put Kendrick uh, with him at number three. And I think Kendrick does deserve to be talked about you know, in the same sphere. But the way Chance broke out compared to the way Kendrick broke out last year with, with a butterfly. I mean, Ken, Kendrick really broke he, out in 20, 2013. 20, 2012, really. Yeah. But, so, but, I mean, I, they're both the two young people who are going to dominate rap music for the I mean, next Kendrick's not really that young. 30 he's years. like 20, he's 28, 27. Who is? Kendrick's at the same age as Drake. I guess Drake has just been in the sphere more popular for longer. Yeah, Drake Drake was coming up, coming up really in like 2009, 2010, around then. Kendrick was had independent albums at the time, but didn't really get mm. uh, mainstream recognition until Good Kid and Mad City, his album that that was when Macklemore apologized for snubbing. That was what that's all about. That was back in 2012, so that was a while ago. Kendrick isn't young. Kendrick isn't young. Kendrick's like 27, 28. Oh, okay. So Chance is 22, 23. Yeah, I was gonna say he's, he's like 23. I thought so. Yeah, you're right. So shout out Chance the Rapper. Shout out Free Music Grammy eligible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see Chance at the Meadows this fall. Yeah, he's going to kill it. I saw him Skidmore College in 2014. Hmm. It was awesome. Skidmore? Looking forward to seeing him again. Wow. Yeah. Was he at their Spring Fest? Yeah, well, it was in the fall, but yeah. Fall Festival. Pretty Great. good. Pretty good. So what else do you have on your list? Let's let's try to wrap this up. Let's see. I mean, you kind of touched on a lot of the ones I had too. Kanye. I mean, I mentioned these before, but I feel like Ryan Reynolds would have been at the back end for me. Jay-Z, like I said in the beginning, Jay-Z's on the up. Jay-Z's definitely on the up because of the title stuff. Right. It hasn't happened yet, obviously, but also 
lemonade clearly, clearly factored, uh, doctored up. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so I guess my top choice, if I really, really pick, I guess, yeah, you know, I had a chance up there. But like I said, it's really tough to differentiate. Chance, Drake, Game Marvel, of Game of Thrones. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of a lot of good stuff. You know, it, it's tough. It's what it's what makes it a fun debate. Yeah. And if you want to debate with us, hit us up on Twitter at NowStyleJapod. You can find me at Shining World Peace. I spell it in every episode. Go back and listen to one of the old ones to hear how I spell it. Dave, where, where can they find you? Follow me at Martin Swagger. Follow the show SoundCloud.com slash NowStyleJapod. We go in depth on a lot of stuff we talked about on this episode. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, you can find our various muses there and all current muses on our Twitters. Yeah, and tell us, tell us if we missed anything. Um, give yeah. us a rating and review. Listen to Dave's podcast, Mercy Rule. He's got C-Labs filling in for the Keeper of the Hot Takes just, this summer. We just went in on all the NBA free agency deals, including Kevin Durant. So SoundCloud.com slash Mercy Rule if you're interested. Content, content, content. We'll see you in a week. And this year's been a long round, so I gotta go. It's logic. The one nobody would vouch for. How's that shit for an outro?